Brooke, in a household where a parent or family member completed a four-year college degree, a high school student really has someone right under their roof who can answer any question that they might have about the college search process. Right. But there is a group of students who might not necessarily have that luxury and might need to find other ways to get information that they need to find, apply to, and prepare for college. Yep, and they're called first-generation college students, or first-gens. And I'm Brian Wendell from Bucknell University, and in this episode of College Admissions Insider, we'll offer advice and support to those first-gens and the members of their families who might be helping them along the journey. We'll answer questions like, what exactly counts as being first-gen? What should first-gen students know when looking at colleges? And does being first-gen weigh into a school's decision on whether to admit someone? And I'm Brooke Thames, also from Bucknell, and we'll answer all those questions and more in this episode. Our guest this time is Jenny Kim, Bucknell's Regional Associate Director of Admissions. Jenny is based in San Diego and works with students from California, Nevada, and Hawaii. She's also a first-gen herself and a proud graduate of Bucknell. Welcome to the podcast, Jenny. Hi, Brian and Brooke. Thanks so much for having me. It's so great to have you here. And let's just get right into some definitions. I I think that might be helpful to kind of lay the groundwork for this whole episode. First of all, what exactly is a first-gen student? I know it seems obvious, but I can also think of some, you know, more gray area situations like maybe an older sibling graduated from a four-year college or a parent might have earned a a two-year degree. So how do you define first-gen? So the formal definition of a first-gen student is of one whose parent did not complete a four-year college degree. And in the broader definition, it's a student whose family lacks a four-year college-going tradition. Some colleges will also consider students whose parents attended a four-year college in a different educational system outside of the United States as first-gen due to the student and the parents of familiarity with the college culture. And circling back to the gray areas that you mentioned earlier about having the older sibling attend first and a parent with the two-year associate degree, you would be considered a first-gen college student. Gotcha. And Jenny, since you are yourself a first-gen college student, I think our listeners would be interested to hear about your journey. Let's start with the college search process. How did you begin looking at schools? And was there anyone who helped you with that along the way? Yeah, well, thanks for giving me the space to share my journey. I'm very blessed to be a child of Korean immigrants who braved the countless unknowns of language and cultural differences when they came to the United States. And though much of my schooling was here, being the oldest in the family, that also meant I was the first to do many things for school on my own. And I'm going to date myself a little bit here by saying what I'm going to say, but I first started the college search process through looking at Princeton Review Book of Colleges because the internet wasn't readily available. But to translate that to this day and age, that would mean that I looked through websites of the different colleges I was interested in. And as for who helped me along the way, my guidance counselor, and now they're more referred to as school counselors or career counselors, he's encouraged me to look at books. He also understood that I only knew about the branded big name colleges that you often hear people talk about. So I didn't know what liberal arts college was, what a research institution meant as a first gen. So let's just say my guidance counselor was my best friend during the college search process. 
Yeah, it's good to find those resources and kind of identify, you know, ways to get that information. And it's it's so great that you that you did that. So then obviously you chose Bucknell. And once you got to Bucknell, what were some of the challenges that you faced as a first year student that, you know, the second, third and on and on gen students might not have faced? And how did you conquer those challenges? Yeah, so the transition for all high schoolers will be huge. But however, as a first-gen student, the first step I made on Bucknell campus as a freshman was only the second time I had ever been on a college campus. So it was overwhelming. I wasn't prepared like second or third gen students who spent a year or two visiting college campuses with their parents. And it was a whole new living environment, group of people, academic world, how to figure out how to navigate. And my parents didn't know answers when I had problems to my dining dollars, but their answer was go to your professor. And I did a lot of that. I went to my professors for everything. That's all I knew. And I shared with my professor my journey and shared with them that I was a first-gen college student and I didn't know where to even start with some of the issues that I had. So I conquered some of those challenges by setting up a support system for myself and building relationship with professors and staff on campus at Bucknell and learned how to advocate for myself. Yeah. And that sounds like you had a great network of folks that were there to help you from, you know, your best friend (laughs) counselor to the folks at Bucknell. But looking back, I mean, Was there any advice that you do wish you had had when either starting to explore colleges, working through that process, or in the transition? Sure. And looking back, I would have told myself, I think, three things. First, to look beyond the well-known colleges, to look for colleges that will support me. And, you know, I was very fortunate, lucky that I landed at Bucknell because of the support system that I found once I got here. But I didn't know that when I first applied. But look for colleges that will support you, help you, you know, tap into your potential and appreciate what you can bring to the campus community, both academically and socially. And then second, I would, the advice I would give is to contact admissions counselors at the college you're interested in attending. Ask questions about student life, programs for first-gen students, and it's good to contact someone in the office because that institution specifically might be looking at demonstrated interest, but you don't know that, but it might help during the selection process. And there's some information there saying, oh, you've contacted them because you're interested, so that will work in your favor. And lastly, I wish someone would have told me that I was going to be okay at whichever college I attended, that going to a certain college or certain name college isn't as important as what I make of my experience at the college that I attend. That's a great perspective to keep in mind. And something you said earlier really, really stuck with me is, you know, everyone, first gen or otherwise, is is new to college when they get there, right? Like they, however many books you read or advice you get from a, a family member, you're never going to be fully prepared for that like first moment. And you just got to go in and find that support network and find those friends and professors who are, are going to help you. That said, there are schools like Bucknell who do go out of their way to welcome first-gen students and support them both in the application process and once they arrive for first-year orientation and then continuing throughout their college career. What are some of those resources that schools like Bucknell typically offer? 
Sure. So the admissions counselors at Bucknell and other institutions are available for students to connect with from the start of their process. For us, we don't want students to wait until junior and senior year. You can contact us as early as sophomore year to ask us questions about the application process. We're here to connect with our first-gen applicants and would love to provide any support along the process. And in preparation, there are many resources for first-gen students at Bucknell. And it's always best to ask about these resources at the college you're interested in attending. Specifically for Bucknell, I can think of our mentoring program. So as students prepare to come to Bucknell in the fall, we match our first-gen students with a faculty or a staff that's also first-gen. And the faculty and staff serve as another person of support and of resource on campus. They attend musical concerts, art shows, and other programs together. So it lessens what can be intimidating initially when you first get on campus. So that covers on-campus resources. I wonder, too, about where students can look to for support in their personal lives, specifically from their parents and family members. So what can parents and family members do to help their first-gen students succeed? So I'm going to sound like a broken record here, but I cannot emphasize the importance of utilizing your school counselor. They are knowledgeable because many of them consistently talk with admissions counselors at different universities. They have updated information on programs, financial aid, the application process. So I encourage students and also parents to connect with the high school counselors early on, open that line of communication and don't wait till the end. And the other source too, resource is there may be a community-based organization in your city, in your town that also supports first-gen students. They have resources and information for you to kind of tap into. So look up and it's as simple as just putting in Google, you know, your town name and community-based organization support for first-gen students. Also, if you're able, I would recommend visiting college campuses so that you can help calm some of the anticipation caused by the unknowns. You don't have to travel across the country. There may be colleges within an hour or so of where you live. And to be on campus and talk with an admissions counselor, I think that could help in many ways. And if you're not able to visit a college campus, that's okay. We have good news. Given the pandemic the past year, the silver lining to that is that many, if not all schools, offer virtual information session. They may have virtual tours of their campuses and many other options. I would encourage, you know, having your students sign up for one and sitting down with them during the session. Try big school, small school, private school, state school. There are so many options. Yeah, that's great advice. And something we shared on a, on a previous episode was that even if the school that might be right in your backyard isn't necessarily on your list, you could still go visit it just to kind of get that, to have that experience. And that's really going to help you whether you're first gen or not. So changing gears here a little bit, Jenny, there are some first-gen students who are also first-generation Americans, and that might add some additional complexity to that journey for them. What's your advice for students who have that extra element to their identity? Yes, there are challenges when you add another layer of identity to the journey. I was there, and now that I work in admissions, I'm happy to share some insight. So there are some colleges that offer fly-in programs for students who identify as first-gen American, first-gen college students. And what these fly-in programs are, you know, they'll require you to submit an application, ask you questions about why you're interested in their university, and when you're selected, they pay for your travel expenses for you to visit their college at no cost. So it's a great opportunity opportunity for you to get to learn about a school before you put your application in. And once again, you know, 
asking your school counselor, ask them if they're aware of these programs. We all know we have a favorite teacher in high school, and all of them have graduated from college at some point. And I would encourage you to ask them about their college experience. You can learn a lot about colleges through your teachers. And this will also pave a way for you when it's time to ask for a teacher recommendation. Jenny, do you think that there is a stigma surrounding being first gen? And if so, how can students overcome that? And how can others help support these students as well? From my personal experience, the stigma was all internal. I realized when I was in college, I was limiting myself because of my own stigma. At no point did a professor ask me if I'm first gen, and no one treated me differently because I was the first to attend college. So I would say be proud of being a first gen college student. You should be celebrated and know that you'll bring a wealth of perspective to your college community. And others who have attended college, the way that they can support you is by being a resource and being a support network. So when there are questions, you're there for them. So for almost all families of college-bound student, including those that are first-gen, the financial piece is is a really big deal as well. Um, You could have a list of schools that you're interested in, but you might believe that some of those aren't financially accessible to you and your family. So do you have some advice for families looking to find a school that fits their budget or their family's financial situation? Sure. So my advice is to ask questions and to ask more questions. The financial piece is a big deal and we completely understand. But do not limit yourself from applying to a college because of the sticker cost you see on a brochure. I can almost guarantee that you can apply for some sort of scholarship and or financial aid. There are colleges that offer special scholarships for first-gen students. There are merit scholarships. But the only way you will find out is to ask. Ask if a school has an application waiver for first-gen students. Apply, apply for the scholarships, and then compare contrast the financial package you receive at the end to see what makes sense for both you and your family. You won't know how much scholarship and aid a school is willing to offer unless you apply. And speaking of the application process, we've talked a lot about being able to find resources, you know, on campus and reaching out to folks and letting them know that you're a first gen student. But when it comes to actually letting the school know that on the application, is there a place on the application to mark that? And building on that, does that factor in the decision of whether or not they'll be admitted or anything? Yeah, great question, Brooke. It will depend on the type of application you use and which college you apply to, as some colleges will have their own application. Generally speaking, most colleges accept applications through the Common Application and Coalition, and on both of those applications, it will automatically generate the information to show the institution that you are first-gen based on parents' information. And the way it factors into a decision is never negative, but one that gets the counselor really excited to know of the richness of thought and opinion and life the applicant will bring to campus. It's like when a college in the West Coast sees an applicant from the Northeast applying and knowing the culture in the Northeast is so different than the West Coast that it would be great to have that student in the classroom engaging in conversation. So be encouraged and know that you will be an asset as a first-gen student when you apply. And we've talked a lot on this podcast about the importance of really standing out in your application. And a big way to do that isn't by checking boxes or, you know, the transcript, although you've got to do all that, but it's through that essay, that application essay. And if a first-gen student believes that that their status as a first-gen student is an important part of their identity and they're proud of it as they should be, that story could 
be really powerful on an essay. And so as someone who reads these essays, you, you probably have, have seen some of these incredible examples. So is that something you would encourage, first of all, is to really share that story about being first gen in the application essay? Absolutely. Absolutely. Your story is yours and no one else's. If you ask any counselor that read applications on how you should approach an essay, almost always they'll say personal, make it personal. It's your story. It's your voice. And tell us about your journey and your family traditions. We want to learn more about you through your application. And one of the most impactful way is to share with the reader your journey and the story that only you can tell. So as a first gen student, when you write about your journey, I cannot tell you it really engages the reader. Yeah. And that goes back to what you were saying before too, about, you know, showing that, you know, you will be an asset and those people who are reading those applications are definitely, you know, keeping an eye out for the fact that first gen students do enrich, you know, the campus experience. And I guess finally to end, I'd love to talk more about that a little bit more in general terms. You know, we know college isn't just about learning from your professors. It's also about learning from other students who bring those diverse perspectives and ideas and experiences to campus. And so in your experience, you know, what do first gen students bring to the campus community? Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Oh, gosh, where can I start? And how long do I have? Um, I feel like I can talk forever about how amazing first gen students are in our community. And, you know, of the many traits that first gens bring, I've observed that, you know, most of them, almost all of them are hard workers. And it may be because they had to ask more questions than a second and third gen student. They had to be persistent. They had to learn to be an advocate for themselves, which are all amazing characteristics. And these are things that bring richness into the community and in the classroom. And not only would that be amazing in classroom discussions, but also as they live in their residential buildings, at the, as they lead student organizations, and they become part of research teams as they study abroad. I mean, the diverse perspective and ideas are needed and appreciated. And that's what makes college college, a place where you learn, you share from others who have walked a different journey than you and growing in perspective with one another. So first-gen students that you're looking, listening to this and families that are listening, you are amazing. You know, job well done and keep pushing and ask questions and keep asking questions. If someone says no, keep asking. That's my, my advice too as well. That's such great advice. And we hope that everyone out there takes it to heart and really is proud of their identity as a first-gen student and uses that to, to help them have a great college experience. So, Jenny, thank you so much for being our guest today and sharing your experiences, both as a first-gen student yourself and a college admissions counselor and now a great podcast guest. So thank you so much, Jenny, for being here. Thank you. And thanks to you out there for listening. If you're a fan of College Admissions Insider, please take a moment to share, rate, and subscribe. We'll be back with another new episode in just two weeks. In the meantime, send your questions and comments, and even if you have an idea for an episode you'd like us to do, send that all to podcast at bucknell.edu. We also invite you to follow Bucknell on your favorite social media apps. Just look for at BucknellU on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. You can also follow our student-run Instagram account, which is at IamRayBucknell. Until next time, keep on reaching for your dreams and your dream school.